superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you ready? Aaron Rodgers here. What is the change that you received that allowed you to say, okay, let's do this? Trust. Rodgers sends it out left side. Aaron Jones wide open. Touchdown. Are you ready? So it's nice to, to come out and have a good performance and get the trolls off our back for at least a week. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. Still to come. 49ers quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Already a great chat with Chris Long and Mike Florio of the podcast world, former NFL Super Bowl champion world, and uh, pro football talk world, respectively. Uh, if you missed any of it, go to our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. Um, certainly, if you missed Aaron Rodgers on yesterday's show before the Monday night game, where uh, I, I don't know how many more interviews he's going to do where he just takes direct questions about what happened during the spring and the summer because I think he's probably approaching that turn-the-page yeah. line here, you know? Yeah, we might be the last, um, I think, in that regard. And, you know, I, I just asked him point blank, you know, because the number of times that we came on this program and heard from people, he's done, he's out, he's gone, there's no way. Complicated fella is exactly that, and it's complicated, and... You know, he's done. He's not playing there anymore. And I just asked him point blank if that's in fact going to be the case or was the case at any point in time. He said it wasn't. He also said he wasn't closing the the, the books on retiring. And what a total, complete waste that would have been if he had retired. After we saw last night. Man. I mean, and that is also kind of the craziness that's involved with Jordan Love being there on the team anyway is like what 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 are they doing the guy playing at this high level and this you know familiarity with your fan base and vice versa and the whole place you want to start from scratch look what the bears are going through right now fumbling for the light switch thinking they got the right guy but he's not ready yet let's stick with a veteran until he's ready and so the veteran you're sticking with is your three-time MVP until the other guy's ready? I mean, that's kind of what I was sitting there thinking last night, and it is going to be tinged with every game, or every game is going to be tinged with this conversation. Not so much right now, but 
towards the end of the season, mid-season, towards the end of the playoffs. And certainly every game is they're down the stretch. And then the playoffs. And then it'll be, what now? And we're going to talk about it a lot. And I'm just going to go dive in just a little bit right here before Jimmy Garoppolo hops on the phone line with us. That what would it look like for the Packers to tell Rodgers, we're done. We got to see what is going on with Jordan Love before we lose him. What would it have to look like? Because it would have to look like week one in a playoff loss or week one for the entirety of December that a complete collapse, diminishing return Aaron Rodgers shows up and we're done now. Right? I mean, because if we're seeing the Rodgers from last night play the rest of this season and in the playoffs, and even if that does result in a playoff loss to Brady again, or anybody else, are you really going to sit here and say, Aaron, we got to play the kid? No way. I don't think so. Rich, were you a little Nutty. shocked that Jordan didn't get any run last night, even near the end of the game? No. I was just, no, no way, man. No way. Because they is pulled show. some of the other starters. Like, you know, this is his show Jones right now. Came no out way, and, man. No way. No not on Monday Night Football, not in front of the home folks, not when this is all going down. I, I, again, it's just going to be fascinating to see play out. And there's a big game for the Green Bay Packers next up. It's against the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo and the rest of the crew going at it on Sunday Night Football for the 2-0 and San Francisco 49ers. And joining us on the Mercedes-Benz fans phone line for the first time, I believe, on this show. We're almost seven years old. So my first question for Jimmy Garoppolo is, where you been, Jimmy? <laughs> What's going on, Rich? You... I've been waiting for the invite, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on a minute. My bad. <laughs> Welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Definitely. Appreciate you guys having me. How are uh, you doing? Uh, we are, we're hanging in there. Uh, I am just fired up to see football with fans. I'm fired up just to see football in general. Um, I, I, I And I'm wondering how you've taken the first two weeks of this season so far Jimmy. it's been exciting uh you know two good uh little east coast trips for us we've been uh we got stuck in west virginia for about a week uh before this philly game but it was good uh start up 2-0 always a good thing okay and so what is what is it like getting a play called in from kyle shanahan can you put me in your shoes jimmy during a game um well, there's a couple different situations i guess you could say sometimes it's uh clean one call and we're rolling other times there's multiple calls and other times he's uh talking to a coach while he's calling the play to you and there's a little bit of confusion but <laughs> every time it's a good one so it uh keeps you on your toes so he's like multitasking talking to somebody else and you have to multitask by figuring out he's talking to somebody else while getting the play in your ear is essentially exactly. what yeah there's a there's a little bit of uh you got to break it down a little bit, but most of the time he's clean with it well in terms of just the offense we we hear so much about how it's different from so many others and how Shanahan has a certain sense about what a way a play should be run 
and why it should be run. He's even, you know, told officials, look out for the hold that's coming on this play. And a flag comes out because there's a hold. (laughs) I'm wondering what it's like from your perspective, you know, uh, being his starting quarterback, Jimmy. Uh, Well, there's a, there's an element of he's setting up other plays with, with plays, you know what I'm saying? So you, uh, you kind of get a feel for it as the game goes, especially when he gets into a rhythm. It, uh, it makes for a fun, fun day as a quarterback. You know, just uh, he's setting guys up. You already kind of know it for the next couple of plays, and you're just waiting for him to call the shot play. And uh, I don't know. It, it's fun. It's confusing at times, no doubt about it. But uh, for the most part, I mean, it's, it's a fun offense to be in. And then in terms of just your current situation, which is the phrase that we use in the NFL media that, that can <laughs> mean 10 different things, but uh, are you aware prior to a game when you might come off the field for Trey Lance? Is that something you get a heads up before a game or, or what? How does that uh, work? Sort of. I think you, you kind of know what the situations. Uh, you know, the first game we got into the red zone and then they brought Trey in. Uh, but, you know, this game, like we had plans for him to come in and it just didn't end up working out that way. And, you know, it's uh, kind of one of those things you got to be ready to roll and when, you know, if he calls Trey in there, he calls Trey in there. It is what it is. But uh, you can't think about it too much, I'd say. So what is your relationship with the young man who's been drafted? Oh, it's your really good. Trey's a, Trey's a cool dude. Down to earth. Uh, hardworking guy. Good dude. But, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. Our relationship kind of just happened naturally. I didn't want to, you know, force anything, make it weird between us. And it's been good for both of us, I think. Well, the weirdness that you helped try to avoid, um, how do you do something like that? Because, I mean, they're, they're, you know, obviously things are, are what they are, to use your phrase of it is what it is, but there's a lot of it there, and is is doing a lot of heavy lifting, to be honest with you, Jimmy. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, you, you, at least my, from the way I handle it, is I try not to think about it too much, you know, uh, kind of, you know, go out there, play your game, uh, let the chips fall as they may. And, you know, if you do good things on the field, good things will happen to you. So just uh, just got to keep winning games. You know, that's what it's all about in this league. doesn't matter if it's, you know, pretty or ugly. Win's a win. So how do you avoid putting that pressure on yourself when you know that maybe every snap is an evaluation and not just, you know, for your own self and the – the you know desire to be perfect that I know every starting quarterback in the NFL has, but knowing that the guy who's giving you the play, he might be evaluating every single thing that's happening. How do, how do you deal with something like that, Jimmy? Well, I think uh, you know not even just quarterback. I think every position should be evaluated that way. You know, nice. they're uh, as coaches, they're always looking to you know improve and you know can we make things better in this situation and. I think every position kind of has that, and that's the competition of the sport that I think brings out the best in everyone. And so whenever you got, you know, a situation like this or, you know, there's a million different situations. Everyone kind of has their own story. But just uh, any type of competition, I, I truly believe it brings out the best in everyone. Jimmy Garoppolo here on the Rich Eisen Show before the Green Bay Packers come into uh, the house, the field of jeans, if you will, the, the home opener for the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football on NBC, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. It's, it's fascinating to me, Jimmy, that, you know, uh, both quarterbacks, you know, starting, you and, and, and Aaron Rodgers, and then the backups, Lance and, and Jordan Love, you've kind of been in the position of both Lance and Love, and you're kind of currently in the position of Rodgers, right now um and it kind of hits me like what advice if jordan love seeks you out before the game based on your experience in new england what advice would you give him going um, on that night 
Man, I mean, there's a there's a million things I would tell him, but just uh, obviously this sounds very cliche, but just prepare as the starter. I think uh, having that mindset as a backup, I had that in New England, uh, putting in the time, putting in the hours. Whenever you could do things like that as a young quarterback, it's going to do good for you in the long run. You know, everyone's kind of like you're saying, everyone's got their own story. I've started as the young guy behind Tom and kind of grown up now, and uh, now i got the reverse behind me. So, you know, Aaron went through it last year. Things pretty worked out pretty well for him winning the MVP and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's like I said before, the competition is going to bring out the best in you. you know, some people fold under it and some people rise to it. So, just got to keep that in the back of your head. Is it? And it would would you reach out to Rogers before the game on the field to just chit chat about what's going on with you and how he handled it and maybe pick his brain? A uh, little bit? Yeah, there's a good possibility. Yeah, I know Aaron pretty well. Uh, we've talked a couple times. You know on the field, off the field, and, uh, you know, whatever little piece of advice he could give to me, uh, obviously it's worked out pretty well for him. The guy's been balling, had four TDs the other night, or last night, so just, uh, you know, this, a, this league's a crazy thing, and we all got our own story, and just got to make the best of your situation. I got I got one last crazy one for you then, Jimmy. You ready for this one? Would you, got? Would you reach out to Brady for advice on the subject matter, <laughs> Jimmy? Um, I don't You know, Tom... That guy just uh, he keeps defying the odds, man. I don't, I don't know how he does it. Uh, just the little things he does off the field, it, it makes makes him who he is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think getting getting advice from anybody, I haven't reached out to him, but any uh, any bit of advice from that guy is always a good thing. That guy, he's doing something right out there in Tampa Bay. No, I know that. I know. I just was wondering if you have any relationship with Tom based on like the last time you spoke with him. Jimmy yeah, I mean, it's just more of a friendly text here or there, good luck, mm-hmm. uh, hell of a game type of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like his situation is a little different than what I've, I'm in right now. You know, he's he's had a million dudes behind him throughout his entire career, me being one of them. Yes. And uh, he seems to always handle it pretty well. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> does uh, fight it off, you know, and it did work out, obviously, for you. You played in a Super Bowl so uh, what about this year and the Super Bowl possibilities? Is there any similarities that you're seeing already two weeks in, Jimmy Garoppolo, to that season from a couple of years ago? Just, let's just throw last year out for every obvious reason from the pandemic to injuries to being away from home for all those weeks. Uh, any, what about this year right now? For you. Uh, you know, I think that the defense is very similar to that Super Bowl run we had. The defense is very stingy. They showed that last week against Philly. Just, uh, you know, they keep us in every game, good, bad, or indifferent. The complimentary football that we played is very similar uh, to that year. And I think just uh, the leaders in this locker room, you know, we got – there's a lot of new faces, but the, the core of us is still the same from that Super Bowl year just about. So there's a, there's a lot of good pieces, you know, a lot, a lot of the same coaches. And uh, I think as long as you got your core players together like that, you always got a shot. What's Kittle like in the huddle? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a million different Kittles. That guy, he's uh, the energy he brings, though, I just love it from him. He's, he's nonstop with it. Good, better, and different from whatever happened to play before. That dude's always ready to roll. No, I mean, I, I, I love your, your response. I'm, I want to dig into that a little bit more. What do you mean different Kittles? What do you got for me on that? Give me your best one. Uh, Give me your best story. I mean, he just, whether it's whether it's a good play or a bad play, the play before, he's always, uh, I'll say he's in his own zone a little bit. You know, sometimes he's talking to himself. Sometimes he's talking to teammates, getting them riled up. Uh, I mean, it's just the guy's, uh, he's a handful of times, but <laughs> I love it in every way. What do you mean he's talking to himself? 
What do you mean? I mean, just to get himself going. You know, the dude—he's—he's he's different mentally, man. But in a good way. He's—he's uh, yeah. he's always riled up, but he gets himself going. You know. Yeah, I know. And he's like one of his best friends uh, is playing tight end for Green Bay. He's going to have a nice little reunion there with uh, Tanya this weekend. It'll be interesting. Um, what about what's going on with Brandon Ayuk? What can you tell me about what's what's up with him? Best you can. Uh, you Jimmy. know, I think BA. You know, it's nothing nothing too crazy. At least. Uh, from inside the building, I would say, you know, we we see him on a daily basis. What he could do on the field, uh, had a big down, big third down conversion in the game versus Philly. Uh, had a nice catch, but it's just, uh, you know, it's only a matter of time. I think uh, it's it's very similar to the quarterback situation we got. There's competition at our receiver position, and you know, it's going to make people rise to the occasion, make people play better on a daily basis. And mm. he had, he shows that he really does. I really, truly believe it's only a matter of time for him. So it's a competition thing is what you're saying. Like there, there's a, a bunch of receivers there and everybody's got to fight for their playing time regardless of how stellar a rookie season they had. Is that that's essentially what's going on with him right now? Uh, Best you, you can know, tell? I, I would say it's more of just, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of playmakers at the wide receiver position, you know, starting with Debo. He kind of sets the tone for everybody. But you go down the list, I mean, there's there's some talent there. Maybe not the – the biggest name guys in the world, but right. there's there's talent. So it uh it's one of those things that on a daily basis, you know, who's gonna bring it every day, who's gonna go out there and perform during practice as well as in the game. And uh like I said, I think it's just a matter of time before BA starts rolling here. And then you might need name tags for your running backs, Jimmy, in your huddle. <laughs> you might need one yeah, of those. It was, uh, it was a tough week for those guys, man. But uh you know we'll, we'll figure it out. Those guys are they're battlers. They'll, they'll be all right. Okay. Uh, a couple last one for you, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you're you're a part of the Eastern Illinois connection in the NFL. It runs deep from Romo, Sean Payton. How much uh, alum conversation do you have with your coach's dad in Mike Shanahan? How much of that have you ever had with him? Um, in prior years, actually, when I tore my ACL, Mike did a awesome thing for me kind of watch film with me is that right when all the coaches were game planning and things like that because i didn't want to be too much of a distraction to everybody but uh we got some good quality time one-on-one just watching film talking ball uh good stuff like that but you know it's uh it's it's always a pleasure to talk to mike he's very down to earth uh comes from the same neighborhood as my dad actually so those two have a lot in common no kidding did they grow oh, up yeah, together high school, actually they they went to high school together uh, I think it was at different a couple years apart. Okay, but uh, yeah, same high school. Then he went to Eastern. We had that connection, and you know, he was here during training camp for a little bit too. We got to talk a little bit and talk about the Panthers. You know, there's there's not many of us in this league, so we got to stick together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Romo as well, obviously. Sean Payton. It, it's pretty. It's pretty unique. So, uh, all right, what what's your goal? Like, what do you what do you want to come out of this year? Do you, like when it's all said and done, uh, and not just the obvious being a Super Bowl, but for you, do you want to stay in San Francisco? Is that what you want, like to, to be able to do what Rodgers has done and and Brady obviously even did to you, Jimmy, is that your play just cannot allow the organization to maybe move on to a, a drafted plan? Is that your uh, plan? You know, there's a, I don't know, to be completely honest, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that I'm so, you know, tied up with the season and everything we got going on. If if I could repeat what Aaron did last year, I would love to do that. That guy, I mean, MVP speaks for itself. The dude had a hell of a year, though. So if I could, uh, you know, replicate anything similar to that, I'd, I'd be thrilled with it. But, you know, after this year, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. You know, it's, uh, we got a long way to go. We're only a couple weeks into this thing. 
All right, Jimmy, thanks for the call. And I, I appreciate you doing it because you knew some of these questions would come about what, you know, Sanchez referred to as awkward. And, <laughs> you know, and I appreciate you you calling in and, and doing the interview. And I'd love to have you back. You just know there's a standing invite so we don't go seven years without anything like this. There before. we go. I appreciate it, man. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do it again. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jimmy. You be well, and we'll see you on Sunday night on NBC. All right, Rich. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Jimmy Garoppolo, everybody. The San Francisco 49ers quarterback. And again, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers taking on the guy, I guess, with many different personalities in the huddle right there. Here he is. Yeah, right. Kittle on the screen right there. And Jimmy Garoppolo, Kittle. Debo Samuel currently tops in the NFL in receiving yards. He's number one. How about that? Through two weeks. And then Aaron Jones goes against um, who knows who for the running back spot. For San Francisco, what a great week three game on NBC. And obviously Peacock after the game. You can check out the post-game coverage right there. What would you think about Jimmy G right there? I think he sounded great. I think he sounded calm. Head screwed on right. And I think he sounds very confident in what they're doing and his play, which he should be. They're 2-0. Shanahan said, we can do this. Cap-wise, we can do this. Roster-wise, we could do this. Locker room chemistry-wise, we can do this. He said that after they made the trade. Before the trade resulted in an actual human being being drafted. That's what he said. If this was a free agent acquisition. And, you know, Jimmy heard it all. They were grinding tape on Stafford. He's heard it all. These things are all not, even if he hasn't read it or heard it, one of his friends has, certainly his agent has. I mean, it's all out there. And yet, still, as we're getting ready for week three in the National Football League, the whole country pulling up a chair with Al, Chris, Michelle, NFL, media, all of us pulling up a chair to watch the 49ers and Packers. It's Garoppolo against Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Aaron, how do you deal with somebody being drafted behind you? Going MVP. Right. <laughs> and Jordan Love goes up to him. Hey, Jimmy, how do you deal with being drafted behind, you know, a 12 who's a GOAT for the organization? <laughs> Stay ready. And then Jordan goes up to Trey Lance. Hey, Trey, how you doing? Trey says to him, hey, Jordan, how do you deal with this? Like, everybody's going to be, like, asking each other for advice. It's a wild it's interesting. matchup. It's interesting. Everybody's been in everybody's position. So weird. And it's kind of like that line from Midnight Run. Everybody's telling me to go after myself. (laughs) (laughs) Joey Pants. You know what I'm saying? One quarterback's going this way, one quarterback's going this way, and the other guy's saying, what do you want from me? It's kind of crazy. Garoppolo's been in Lance's position. Garoppolo's been in Love's position. Garoppolo's now in Rodgers' position because Love's in that position that Jimmy used to be in for Rodgers because Lance is in the position that Jimmy G used to be in for Brady. Putting Jimmy G in the current position as Rodgers. That's what Sunday Night Football is about. Banana. Right? I'm not missing anything, right? That's banana. And LaFleur... Came from Shanahan's organization. They're running the same drill. And 
Shanahan called up LaFleur on draft day saying, hey, that whole stuff that I'm doing about drafting Lance tonight, is Rodgers available? (laughs) Right. And then week three is going to hit, and it's Rodgers anyway for Green Bay and Jimmy G anyway for the 49ers. Tune in Sunday night. How's that for a promo? I mean, I'm watching. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We will take your phone calls when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple of pieces of news on the injury front to hit with Brockman as well. That's coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. During the filming of The Outsiders, you turned 18 and the other boys in the cast pranked you by trashing your hotel room by saran wrapping the toilet and spraying fire extinguishers into the room. Is that a true story? Absolutely true. It was like, that was my college experience. I was uh, turning 18. It would have been the equivalent of going away from home for the first time. And that's my fraternity. Those guys are my frat brothers. What a shot into that the, is. Into this day. cross, man. Jeez, yeah. look at that. It's a good group. Look how tough Tom Cruise is trying to look in that photo. <laughs> Dude, Tom Cruise was such a baller. He was, he was, he was probably my, one of my closest friends, and he was so great. And he, I always looked up to him, and he always had these cool things that he would come up with. And I remember he, he was the first guy that ever came up with this conceit of tightening the titles of the movies he was in to make him sound badass. Like, like what? he did this, you know, the football movie, All the Right Moves. Yeah. But yeah, man, when I was making moves, 
I, uh, <laughs> and I was like, he's That's a badass. Baller. That's baller. It's so baller. But then, you know, it was a problem when he'd be like, yeah, when I was making cocktail, it was kind of a, you know, and I, I, I liked no, <laughs> the other one's no good either. He's long. Yeah, when I was in tail. When I was in tail, you can't do it either way. Can't do it either way. Yeah. It's no good. <laughs> so you'd, you'd go like wing? Is that what you do when you did TV? Right, no, you, when, when I was doing wing? West. When you were in West. You know, Mar- when, when, uh, when Marty Sheen and I were doing West. Um, you know, on the set of Boy, me and yeah. Chris Farley. <laughs> no, yeah, when I was on Boy, um, in Oxford Blues sets up uh, just blues. See, it's important to choose. If you choose the wrong one, it's not as good. It, there's it's, always one that's cooler. <laughs> like which is like like when I was doing recreation, yeah. Does it? But if I'm doing no. parks, right? Instead of parks, you did parks. Yeah, man. Amy Poehler and I in parks. We laughed all the time <laughs> on parks. On the set of Wayne, I was just you know. And by Wayne. the way, you want to talk about Tom Cruise too? This was the fact that blew our minds when the last uh, Mission Impossible came out, and he was running all oh, over amazing. London. Right? Those are the best like movies a, ever. On like a broken a broken ankle that had just amazing. healed or whatever. Is that he was? He is right now the age in these movies doing this that Wilford Brimley was during Cocoon. That's a fact. That is... That's, boom, like, mind-blowing. That's It's mind-blowing. It, 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 it's... I don't, and I don't know what it is. What makes it mind-blowing is that, that Tom Cruise is doing that at that age, or Wilford Brimley was really that young in Cocoon. I did a movie Wilford Brimley. He was the first great character actor I ever worked with. It was a movie called Hotel New Hampshire. What are we so, doing on that one? So when you did... Hampshire? Ham- Hampshire. No. Hampshire. No, no. When I was doing Hampshire, Blaine. <laughs> it's better than Hotel. No. When you did hotel. How about just when I was doing new? When you did new, right? When I was doing new. <laughs> Damn. When I was working on new with Brimley. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorites, man. Oh, boy. The great Rob Lowe. Oh, man. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. All right. Our counselor, our favorite lawyer in the state of Iowa. All rise. Uh, well, you know what? He's the only lawyer I know. I actually in the state was a bailiff for one day in court, so I could actually do that. Did you really? We have a ju- we have a cop in court, so I had to do that when I was a cop. Terzo in Iowa, back oh, here man. on the show. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? How are we all doing today? How are you? So, what's what's up? Terzo. Hey, uh, Rich, that was a great interview with Jimmy. Man, he uh, he stood pat with every question you asked. That was uh, that was pretty good. He stood in the pocket, tall. You know, I did ask him. I, I don't know. I. I Brockman, I didn't leave anything on the floor, right? I mean, like, you can't just basically say, you know, how pissed were you, you know, when this kid got drafted, right? I mean, no, I you guess actually I went right at him with, you know, what do you want to get out of this? Right. Like, yeah. what's like, okay. what's your goal? Huh? And, Thank you, Terzo. I, and he had, and he, yeah, and he helped serve. It was really great. I just think that uh, that should solidify for me and any other 49er fan out there just what the Niners are doing and should uh, kind of instill some confidence in that team. Okay. Very good. What else is on your mind? Well, I think I kind of got a little bold prediction here, and oh. Brockman might actually want to bet me on this one. Terzo, but let's I go. The winner, uh, I think the winner uh, of the NFC West is actually going to be the one representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. So I'll give you all the other teams in your, uh, in your, in your Buccaneers, and uh, we go. So he's basically saying he's taking the NFC West to make the Super Bowl in the NFC, and you get the, the other three divisions. And I get the field after yeah. the NFC West? You get the field. You get the field. Are we going straight up here? Well, my thought would be is uh, the loser has to wear the other person's favorite team uh, during the Super Bowl. So you'd have to wear Niners gear, and I could wear uh, Bucks gear. Oh, I mean, uh, Patriots I mean gear. Patriots gear. Oh. oh. So you'd have to watch the Super Bowl 
in a Niners jersey if anyone from the NFC West makes it, is what you're saying. Hmm. I don't. I wouldn't Correct. take this. No, because the West is... Honestly, the West has... Let's, let's hash this out. Even though, Terzo, I do not condone this behavior whatsoever. <laughs> but I got to help my guy. I got to help my guy out here. Okay, and so you, the West has four teams. Four teams, correct. And I'm essentially Bucks, taking like two hold teams. On, well, hold on a second. Bucks? Anybody else in the N- NFC South you think can win the Super Bowl? No. Packers? Packers? And Cowboys. And Cowboys. Yeah. And then and then and Cowboys then there would have to be a fourth Bowl? that you think could go on a run for the ages. Carolina Unless you think might with that defense. Like who the Vikings? He's talking up Carolina right now. That's what Terzo's uh, doing right Terzo. now. Terzo, stop. Stop. Sam uh, Dar- Sam Dar- Terzo, would you take that in front of a jury? Terzo, really? Would you take that in front of a jersey? You know, so sometimes you just have to work with what you got. Right? Okay. That, that was the best way you can. So basically, you'd what- have to give me two to one on that. No, because you have the Super Bowl well, I'll winner. Wear, I'll wear, right, I'll wear right. a hat and a jersey. So basically, that's your two. So, <laughs> wow. but Tampa could be worth two teams alone because of how great they look yeah. and how it's all going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's not a. This exactly. is. But I only have one other team. No, I mean the Packers and you, you got the Packers that, and the Cowboys. Uh, have a let me, let's Cowboys be honest. Cowboys have no chance. They're too injured. Oh, They're too banged up. They're not. They have no, no chance no, to win no. the Super Bowl. You can't say that. Oh. No, you can't say that. Oh. I even don't want to say really? that. Really? No, really. You know Seriously, Chris, and you know I'm 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 here to stir the pot a little bit. First of all, I would like you and Terzo to have something going. That would be fun. All right. Well, let me think about it. What do you, what do you even think about? This is it. He's giving you a chance right now. You Come say, on. Yeah. We're gonna get bullied by the objection. I mean, come on. No, so you. <laughs> All right, intimidating the witness. So you don't think <laughs> Dallas is Dallas is as as a good? Hold on a second. You don't think Dallas is as good a shot to win the Super Bowl as Seattle or Arizona? I don't think I Seattle think, and Arizona have any shot. So then I think, you should take them out. I think it's, it's two I think teams, it's two, two. Two, two, two two. So go for it. All right, Terzo, I'm in. There you go. I would put Dallas having a better shot at the Super Bowl over Seattle and Arizona right really? now. You. Wouldn't you? Oh, man, I don't know. Or Seattle, certainly the way that... Uh, Any one of the West teams could make the Super Bowl. Right. End of story. Right, and so the Bucks, and this week we the might Packers, and you don't think the Cowboys are a viable and then the, yeah. a team that runs the ball as they just did on the Chargers and defensively can stop people like Justin Herbert, bro, without a pass rush. Uh, with their best would, pass rushers. I would say the Chargers did themselves in in that game with all the dumbass penalties. Uh, Terzo, I think does he have does he have a does he have a does he have a, a yay or nay? Yeah, no, we're we're okay, going to do there this. We go. Terzo, Terzo there we go. Well, terms and conditions may apply. Thank you for the call. There awesome. you go. Love it. There you go. Good <laughs> Terzo. All right, I'm putting up this poll right now. Wow. Represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. You got the NFC West or the field. What do you take? Or the field. Bro, Field's going to win. Field's going to win because the Packers and Cowboys fans are going to click. They're going to be like the the Wonder Twins uniting, activating. That was an old uh, 70s cartoon reference right there. Oh, I don't know. I think it's 2-2. Two, two. Eh, it's even. Are you still talking to Terzo over there? Is that what you're doing? Yes, uh, somebody wants a picture. We're, t- we're doing something. I just got to get some information from Terzo real quick. All right, put Stan in Kentucky on the phone in the meantime, will you please? <laughs> what is happening? Well, I have no idea what the hell's going on over there. I'm like looking down. I'm seeing he's still on the phone. I'm like, okay. Stan's on. What's up, Stan? Oh, <laughs> uh, Ridge, thanks, buddy. That's great. How you are you? That's great. What's hey, going- uh, 
got one for you since Terzo took me off. In a way, I was going to go on Garoppolo and Brady going in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't because they're too famous and they couldn't help it. Okay. My question to you guys, and you guys can help me, who's a graduate? Did Garoppolo graduate? Did Aaron Rodgers graduate? Did no. Brady graduate? Now, the Wonder League scores are pretty darn good there. Oh, my god! Of course, Fitzpatrick, Harvard. But second, I don't – I'd take that gone NFC field. You're crazy. The Packers are good. The Buccaneers are good. Heck, Cowboys, now, 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 now. I mean, they look good, too. And McCarthy did win one with Aaron Rodgers. The, the Bucks, I don't know. I know, and, and, and thanks for the call, Stan. Really appreciate it, because the, the, the Bucks just almost lost to Dallas. I don't know why you're down in Dallas, Chris. The Bucks raised a banner in front of their home folks, and Dak nearly won it himself. Yeah, they almost okay. lost the game. If the Greg Zerline who wrapped it up up the road here on Sunday showed up in Tampa, they'd be 2-0 with a W in the back pocket against two terrific football teams, one that's, I think, the best in the Bucks. Well, they need to start playing the better running back, and then they'll take Oh, the they'll take boy. He keeps on. He's going to keep hammering that Tony Pollard's better than Zeke until. He can say whatever. You don't believe it. I mean, I know it. All righty. <laughs> There's things I know. <laughs> so, it's not even about me thinking. All right, Brockman, I, I need a couple of injury updates from you. Okay, right? yeah. So I got. Hold one. On, let's 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 do this right. <laughs> let's do this right. Let's do it right. Oh, okay, all right. It's called window dressing. Sure. Can we? All right, here we go. Uh, tr- track it, everybody, because it's Chris Brockman's. If you're, do, are you doing news? Yes or no? I have some injury you updates. Have, sure. It, yeah. it, it is. Technically, news. You're telling you're telling something that is oh, yeah, newsy. Yeah, this, yeah, absolutely. All right, so yeah, this is all okay, So then, yeah, let's do it. Here's Tom Brokaw. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's Chris Brockman. Ah, very good. So no, it's it's called production value, Chris. I'm just saying, calling me not a newsman. I mean, I have awards. From Maine? Maine Press Association. The man who would just, the mean streets of Sacco, right? (laughs) You would be patrolling. You'd be looking for news. I had a camera. You're like a hound. You're like a hound. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Uh, Okay, so uh, Jarvis Landry did not play last week. Uh, We know he's dealing uh, with a knee injury. He's been officially placed on IR, so he's going to miss at least the next three games Wow! for Cleveland. Just when Odell's about to come back, it seems. Odell is hopeful to play this week. Dude, I said, remember I said that the Browns need to take their foot and break it off somewhere, and they didn't. They didn't. Well, Rich Davis has, Mills was like winging it around in the third and fourth quarter. I know, Browns. I know, I know. They still came up with the win. I don't see any pictures on the standings. They're still one-on-one. Yep. They need to, they need to welcome... You know, the Buckeye, rookie Buckeye, back to Ohio and spank him back to Chicago if he's the one coming in. That's what they need to do. I'd imagine the Browns will be a very popular survivor pick this week, I think. Well, I don't, I don't, what do you mean? Like they're on an island and, you know, split into teams and they do something for immunity? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, as we mentioned before, Ben Roethlisberger uh, dealing with a, a pec injury. Tomlin said the issue will affect. Ben's practice participation 
ahead of this week against the Bengals. Quote, we better be ready to be adjustable. So I don't know. Ben's not going to practice all week and then just going to go on Sunday at like age 39. A bed, like not, a bed? What does that mean? I'm not really sure, but Mason Rudolph will get the start if Dude. Ben can't go. Dude. Dude. Ride Najee Harris. Saddle him up and give it to him. Seven in a box, eight in a box. Figure it out, man. I don't care. I'd get it to him 30 times. Ride it. I think. Ride him. Ride the rookie. Let's go. You know, 22 on the ground. Let's Come get on. him eight catches. Like, Come let's on. Go. Come on. Najee, that's like an SEC team out there. Joe Burrow. You've played against Joe before, right? Just tell him it's like LSU. Yeah, Joe, go. Joe's really good. That's it. It just means more. Tell him it just means more. That's all. Even though in uh, again Alabama and Florida, the clock's broken. <laughs> they're, they're doing the time on the field. SEC couldn't get the clock right. It's kind of crazy. In the historic alliance, you know what we do? We've got clocks. <laughs> you guys are undefeated. We are. What else? Don't you think Michigan should be ranked a little bit higher? They've looked really good. The no, first no, we games. should not be. Okay. Comment for Rutgers, though. I, Rutgers, they didn't let me in. <laughs> you when got I, rejected you from Rutgers? I got in the new house. Early admission. At Syracuse. At Syracuse, and I did not get into Rutgers. I'm still... Okay, I'm going to wow. stop. I'm they got standards back. there wow. in Piscataway. Piscataway standards. Huh? They, I'm from my connections. I still couldn't get into Rutgers. All right, this is from Monday sorry, night, I'm but Amari Cooper is dealing with a rib issue. Oh, boy. And uh, Jerry Jones said he's hopeful, but that's a wait-and-see situation. So, fantasy, oh, you, might, you might be in a tough Monday spot. Oh, Monday night injuries. You just don't want it. That's the worst. Yeah, that's a tough spot. That's a tough spot for your fantasy. Okay. Uh, as we mentioned, Davis Mills is going to get the start on this, Thursday. This is great. Houston and Carolina. Jeff Driscoll will be your backup. Jeff Driscoll's your backup. Deshaun Watson Deshaun has Watson. already been ruled inactive. By the way, remember I said uh, my four downs. It was I called it last week. Deshaun Watson's bad weekend because everybody that 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 was going to trade yeah. for him won. Well, it was a good week for week two, right? Well, week two, not only not a, <laughs> Carolina won, Carolina. and Denver won, but but everyone else Miami, lost, right? including the team that's trying to trade him. And uh, I I. I will just say this. <laughs> okay. That I went home after saying it was Deshaun Watson's bad weekend. And then I looked at his Instagram and I thought to myself, he wasn't thinking about football oh, at I didn't, all I that didn't weekend. See what was and um, Was it pictures of his lady? Was he places with his lady? He, he was in a beautiful <laughs> location oh, wow. and just living his best life. La Vida life. Loca. So maybe he's not ready to play football right now. He's not thinking about it. This is crazy. Man, he was at. Dude, this is crazy. And as you mentioned before, uh, Woj Bomb to start the show today, uh, Ben Simmons will not report for Sixers training camp next week and intends to never play another game for the franchise. The reverse Wolf of Wall Street. He's, he's not staying. He has four years and $150 million left on his max deal. He's leaving. That's the other thing, Rich. How much has he got left on his max deal? Four years and $147 wow. million to be wow. taxed. Oh, That's what we call having zero leverage. Oh. He's got four years left on his max deal and says, I'm not going to play again for that team. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. By the way, if I was owed 147, you know, to go back to the question you asked in the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah. about> me- <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm guessing, hold on, TJ, you would be here every day. Matter of fact, I'd come in earlier than I come in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you're admitting you're aware of when you arrive here. (laughs) You are aware. To use the phrase from Seinfeld in the Penske file, you are aware when you walk in the door. TJ got the remotes for the TVs here, so you get. And as we mentioned earlier, guys, Mike, I shut it down every night. So all I got to do to get you here earlier is pay you 147 million dollars over four years. Is that it? I mean, why do you want me here earlier? Your value, your contribution well, is valuable. We don't start chatting. Let's be honest about until about eight ten. Well, you wouldn't know because yeah, you're not here until eight ten. You wouldn't know <laughs> what conversations. Are, you're the one who opened this door. Okay, but yeah. you're saying that like you're here before me every day. That's not. I mean, maybe most, maybe oh, most times, but not every day. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, can I? I'll, not every day. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Just don't, I'm going to defend. Let's just, let's just move I on. In, every I single day. I think we should just move on. on the second one. Here. I really uh-huh. think we should move on. Behind Mike. Hoss. Yes, you know why? Really I, I will admit. I will on. admit. I will admit this. You admitted that you are aware of when you walk in the door here. I will admit that when you come in before me, it's because I slept in. <laughs> it's not. It's it's because I just said, you know what? Wow. You know what? what I'm just going to sleep in. It's not like I'm making any phone calls or dealing with three children who I love but are very narcissistic on their needs. Um, it's got nothing to do with the other job that I have or the the. Jobs, Rich. It's jobs, plural. As we mentioned earlier, guys, it's Bill Murray's 71st birthday. And now, Rich, you know, Dude. we complain about this on Twitter when you just see a celebrity's name trending. You're yeah. like, oh, no, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bill Murray trending, obviously, birthday. Everybody loves him. There is a cake emoji underneath yes. his name. Oh, They've done it. So oh, I think it? we've worked yes, this yes, out. Yes, Twitter. I think we have worked this out. Now like we Twitter. need an edit button. And before that, the sarcasm font. No, edit, no. You'll never get an edit button. You'll never get an edit button. So then a sarcasm font. So we need some kind of sarcasm, sarcasm font I get. Which, as you know, when Dick Costolo was in charge of Twitter, said he would call it the Eisen font. The Eisen, and then yeah. never got it done. And then just, you know, sold his shares yeah. and we're screwed. What's your favorite Bill Murray role on Twitter right now? Phil Connors from Groundhog Day. Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters. I mean... Carl Spackler from Caddyshack. It's toss between Big Ern McCracken from Kingpin. Big Ern McCracken no. with his comb over Big is amazing. His best movie, Groundhog Day... Hands down, comedy, right? Obviously, comedy. lost in translation. You could Stripes. put up there with just one of his. He's be- nominated for another. right. Um, uh, Stripes. Uh, but, uh, Stripes. Uh, and Caddyshack. It was you know terrific, great character. Small Groundhog small. Day is his best movie, uh, but but uh, uh, there's no question his Caddyshack character is the greatest of all time. Oh, and just to put a fine point on it, one day, thankfully not today, on his deathbed. He will have that and total consciousness to going for it. Which is nice. When we come, which is nice. Uh, When we come back, some housekeeping. Some housekeeping on this program. Two items involving our show that we need to make sure you are aware of. You are aware. And we didn't discuss this at 810 in the morning. This is all inaudible. (laughs) 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Before you leave, I'd like to play a game that we've created here called Start Bench Cut, similar to that, you know, blank marry kill game that we always used to play as kids. Okay. Did we as kids play that? Well, or or as collegiate or, like or, or adults or yeah, la- yeah. last week. Yeah, okay. Last week. We call it start bench cuts. You can have to start somebody, bench somebody, and cut somebody, and we will have a Game of Thrones theme to it. Yes. Okay. All right. What's the first one, Chris Brockman? What do you uh, for the first Aaron one Rock? is your favorite Game of Thrones character. Uh, okay, hold on. Just to give him the three. Khaleesi, Jon Snow, Jorah Mormont. Mm, you, start, have to bench, st- cut. you have to start, start bench, one, cut. bench one and cut. I'm starting Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, Breaker of Chains. Um, mm-hmm. I'm uh, mm-hmm. benching Jorah, and I'm cutting John. Cutting John? Wow. You can't have any rivalry. John, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's just <laughs> ant, but he's trying to get in there. Right oh, now. my God. We got to cut, we gotta cut wow. John. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Okay. It's cutthroat, because we also knew one of the many times we have conversations, you, you're a big Jorah fan. I right? am. I am, and now that he's got the, the he's back. ratio out, you know, yeah, he's, he's back. Okay. So that Jon Snow's out. And Jon's out, he could be in. Okay. Not related. But yeah, I know he's <laughs> <by the way, laughs> I don't think that matters. <laughs> yes, yeah, Game of Thrones. It All right, well, give, give him another one right there. Okay, the nastiest MFer on Game of Thrones. You have to start one, you have to bench one and cut one. Ramsey Bolton, Walder Frey, Joffrey. If it's nastiest, I mean, you got to start Ramsey. He's the worst. I mean, he is the okay. woke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's the worst of all time. Worst of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bench Joffrey because he's close. Mm-hmm. You know, he the stuff that he did. I mean, Sansa's put up with all this crap from the men in her life. She needs exactly. to pick better men. Exactly. Right? And so I'm going to bench Walter Frey. He's up there, but his death was... Okay. Uh, was exciting. So you cut him. He's out. He's out. Okay. Well, which he actually was, in fact, cut. Right. Literally from all that. Okay. And then we'll just do one more uh, favorite movie. Okay. The three choices are Shawshank Redemption, The Fugitive, You've Got Mail, (laughs) Start Bench Cut, Aaron I'm I'm starting The Fugitive. I mean, Tommy Lee and and, uh, Harrison Ford, fantastic. The best, right? I'm going to bench Shawshank. Phenomenal movie as Mm. well. And I'm cutting. You've got mail. <laughs> he loves you've got mail. You've got mail. It's not even the best Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly. modern times. So online yeah, and all that stuff. Sleepless in Seattle. That was like a phone call on a radio show. No yeah, one but you've that. got dial-up. You've got dial-up email. Yeah, Come on now. You guys are you guys are wrong. 
Yes, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for everything in our archive. And obviously today, if you've missed Chris Long, if you've missed Mike Florio, or moments ago, Jimmy Garoppolo, go to YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is how you can get everything for us. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate that. Um, on tomorrow's show, Ian Rappaport will join us from the NFL Media Group to give us an update on everything that you just kind of uh, laid out there, Chris, and more. It seems like every single day we're learning about another injury. Um, also on tomorrow's show, uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes will be joining us. They've got a new, um, they've got a new reality show. And uh, I Zoomed with them yesterday. You're going to enjoy the conversation. Any of my questions make it in? I did, of course. Oh, okay. Of course, TJ. You, you know, you're my wrestling maven. I say, hey, help me out here. You did. Well, that's what great. I do in the, you know, from 7.55 to I, 8. No, I sit there and look up wrestling. Nicely done. Oh, that stings. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Guess who's also on tomorrow's show? Guess who's also on tomorrow? Doc Rivers. Hey. Oh, hey. It's just been booked. Oh, then why are we talking? I mean, come on. We had all the answers in the right in front of us. No, why are we speculating? Know. I don't know. We're going to talk to Doc tomorrow. Be good times. He's he's a narrator Are you for a go podcast, there, huh? Are you going to go there with Doc like what you did with Jimmy go G? Where? Go where? I'm going to talk to Doc about this stories. Ben Simmons. Fiasco. I always locked up. You know what? I'll ask him what he thinks is going on with Justin Fields for his Bears. Oh, I'm sure. Ask his two cents on that. Subject. He loves the Bears, right? Bears. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Also on tomorrow's show, on Wednesday's show, we will name our toughest player on Planet Earth award. As you know, we're in the name, image, and likeness business with our friends at Gorilla Glue. Yes, sir. Um, we name a player each week in college football and give them an NIL deal with Gorilla Glue. They get a thousand bucks and they get glue. Our first one was Jordan Davis of Georgia. Check out Jordan Davis's Instagram account. There it is, a guy with glue. And by the way, and a, a medal. I didn't even know they were giving that. How about that? The chain. How about that? The glue chain. Big wood chain. Look at him smiling Love it. with his but glue. I mean, he looks like he forgot someone in the in the copy, though. Look at him. He says, that's what he said. Thanks to Gorilla Glue for nominating me as their first ever Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth. Now I can fix my life. <laughs> okay. Wow. We're, we're, we're life hey, fixers here. We're, we're helping. People helping people. Also, a little housekeeping. housekeeping? Uh, on Monday's show, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers on the program. Mm -hmm. He said he loves Ted Lasso, right? Yes. Which just won all the awards, including the actor Brett Goldstein, who plays the character of Roy Kent. Brett Goldstein also writes a lot of this show, too. Mm -hmm. He's sure a genius. Um, so this is, what, um, this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say on Monday about Ted Lasso and Roy Kent. Roy Kent is my favorite character in that entire Series, I, every, oh, he's amazing. We, that's what we need on on football sports talk. <laughs> really I mean, that's, that's exactly what we need. That would be oh, Roy Kent just basically calling BS on everybody, you know. But there there are some shows on sports TV that come pretty damn close to. It. Yeah, but a, they don't have a Roy Kent. I think I could be the Roy Kent. I don't think anybody would. Would want me to, but I think I think there's a few of us that could that could do that. So now, again, for those who may not watch Ted Lasso, Roy Kent is a player for the team that Ted Lasso coaches in season one. In season two, he's a you know a veteran, a goat player uh, for the team. He is now retired, and I'm not going to spoil too much, Chris. I know I haven't gotten to yeah, season, two not up to season two just yet. But in season two, he he does try a little bit at sports television and oh, curses gotcha. his head off. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. So for those who may not know Ted Lasso, I know you haven't watched it yet, right? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Uh, that's who Roy Kent is. Phenomenal. And so he says he could be Roy Kent. And I think he was kicking the tires on it in the post-game press conference last <laughs> night when talking about 
the trolls who said he didn't care as much about losing last week. He came out to the press conference and said, yeah, I think we cared a little bit more this week, which led to a follow-up question asking him, does that mean he was admitting he really didn't care the previous <laughs> week? Obviously you cared last week, but did it, you feel like it looked like you didn't last week? Is that kind of what you're implying? What do you, you know, how, how do you even take that? <laughs> I just think people like to say a lot of and it's nice to come back in here after a game like that. <laughs> He's here. He's there. He's Roy Rogers. He's trying to run for size. <laughs> it looks good on you, Aaron. Keep it up. That was great. That was great. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Rich Eisen Show.